Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Here we are again. I wanted to share a story from my past and this is one on why I walked away from a $17 million book of business at the age of 24. Literally, that might sound crazy and kind of was at the time, but it was literally one of the best things that I ever did. Plus, it's one of those things that looking back now, I should have actually leveraged the skill that I had probably a few more times in my life a little bit sooner. So let me dive in here and this story, and maybe that you can relate to this. That's really the reason that I'm sharing this story is because if you're in a position now where you have this like amazing job or amazing business and you're like, I don't know if this is where I'm meant to be, I'm sharing this to kind of show you what I went through, how I made the decision, what I learned from it, some of my biggest takeaways, and if I would do it again. So this was back again when I was a financial advisor with um, a big brokerage house here in Scottsdale. And with that brokerage house, the way that I got paid when you first came on, you were given a salary of $35,000. This was back in 2002, guys. So you were given a a salary of $35,000. You essentially were safe for four months so that you could get your licensing. So I got my seven and my 66, um, my life insurance, my um, property and casualty insurance licenses, everything. And then you had seven months to basically build up your business. And over that seven months, your salary started decreasing steps down with the thought that you're building the business to bring it up, right? You're bringing in the money. So when you first like hear that, it's like, holy cow. I mean, this was like out of college. First off, you know, everyone told me I was not going to make more than 20,000. I gave them the middle finger, made 35, but it was not like safe, let's call it. And, um, you know, looking back, I actually feel like this way of getting paid is one of the best ways that you can get paid. Um, because listen, there's no option. You have to succeed. And those that don't, they left. And it was interesting, you know, think of boiler room. I know I've shared this before. You're sitting in the, um, bullpen. I was one of 20 young men, right? All kind of in the same age in that room. And it, you can imagine like the jokes, the whatever, it didn't bother me, but it was just like one of those things that I could see who was going to fail and who was going to succeed very quickly. So part of that time frame when your salary is decreasing and you're supposed to be building up your book of business, the kind of prize at the end of it was that you got out of the bullpen and you got your own office 
right? So I didn't get one of the offices with the windows. I got one of the interior offices, but still it's like that prize, that carrot that they're dangling over you. And I wanted to get the hell out of the bullpen. Plus I wanted to succeed. So they didn't really give you sales training. They just helped you get licensing. And then it was like, you're on your own. And so this was the time of cold calling. I was making 400 dials a day. I knew kind of my formula. I had a tick sheet. I had to make a game out of it. But I knew that I wanted that prize, not only of the office, but that prize of being able to like survive within this industry that is highly male dominated. Um, There's only, I think in the office, like 50 brokers total. I was one of three women. So of course I wanted to prove everybody wrong that women can't do this. I did, but that's beside the point. So I, within seven months, I made 400 dials a day. I went on appointments. I closed the business and I got that office. I was so freaking proud of myself because I got the office and I was in the office and I was like, you know, walking around like my shit didn't stink. And, you know, I was so proud of myself, which I guess is great, but I got in that office and I started looking around and I just got to this point where I was really like my eyes were opened because I got my prize, but it really wasn't what I expected. I don't know if anyone has ever done that when you're climbing the corporate ladder. I've done this too, where you're climbing the corporate ladder or you're building the business, you're doing the thing. And then you get there and you're like, holy cow, this really isn't as good as I thought. And so I was in my office one day managing my book of business. And just to kind of put things in perspective, guys, um, you know, I was able to raise $17 million from scratch, from zero. I was, by the time I left, I had, um, I was 24 years old and it was two years into the business. And after I was in there and I was looking around, I was like, I don't think this is what I want to do. This is, this office isn't that great. I started looking at all the other brokers in the office and quite honestly, they kind of look like death. They were working incredible hours. The stress was through the roof. And at the end of the day, they were still working for someone else. So they only made a percentage of what they did. And you could build your book of business two different ways. Now, if you've ever seen The Greatest Showman, it's such a great movie, but there's a scene in there where Hugh Jackman, who plays P.T. Barnum, and he was working basically in like a finance department for a company. Obviously, this was a long time ago, but he looks out the window and next to the office building is a graveyard. And it's literally one of the most iconic scenes in the movie because he seriously like looks back at his office and the office, the way the desks are set, it looks like a graveyard inside. So it's like this grim view of like essentially what staying in that job was going to be like. Now, obviously I'm talking 2004. This movie didn't come out till several years later, but as soon as I saw that movie, it, it brought me back to that time when I was in the office and I was looking around at everybody and I'm like 24, I have years ahead of me. I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, everyone looks like hell in here. I, what am I doing? I don't know that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And once you kind of start gearing towards that third year in brokerage, at least this was how it was for me in the day, is that you kind of are like, I'm, I'm either in it for life or I move on. Like, what am I going to do? And that really helped me make a decision. But I was like, okay, what do I like? 
and what do I not like about this position? And so, and it's really like you're building this book of business on your own, right? You are kind of running a business within a business, but still they're taking the gigantic cut of the income that you're bringing in. And I knew that it was just not where I wanted to be. That being said, I knew that there were some really good things that I loved about the business. Like I loved growing the business. Surprisingly enough, I absolutely loved making the cold calls. I know that sounds crazy. It might seem even silly, but I loved making the cold calls because it became a game for me. I knew X amount of calls resulted in X amount of contacts, which gave me so many um, appointments, which then let me close X amount of accounts. I just knew that if I kept with this system, it provided results, which it did. So that was such a great learning lesson. I really like that. The other time is, the other thing is when I was in the business, I really loved connecting with my clients because my clients were fearful. All of them had been with other brokers that never um, called them. They had lost significant amounts of money. I was 22 to 24 years old telling people in their 60s based upon the calculations that they were not gonna be able to retire because their portfolio wasn't, um, protected. And so it was heart wrenching, you know, telling them that, but at least I was, you know, honest with them. I didn't, I obviously had quite finessed in, and clarity with saying this, but I really helped them become fear, like become like comfortable, become safe in what they were doing because I helped educate them on the decisions that were, they were making rather than seem like a powerful person being like, I have all this great knowledge and I'm just going to tell you what to do. I really sat next to them and not across from them when we met. And so I really loved building those relationships with clients. I loved making them feel safe and feel confident in what they were going to do in the future. So there was a lot of things that I actually liked about the business, but there were a lot of things I didn't. And it was just like the hours, the way the business worked, the talking heads on the TV, which would then guide the market. It was ridiculous. Um, there were things that I, I didn't like and things that I did. And so then I started finding, like looking and being like, all right, well, if I like all of these things about the business, what else could I do where I could leverage those skills that I'm actually really good at? And this led me down the path to pharmaceuticals. And I just started talking to other people in the industry. I started, um, going to uh, my own personal doctors, asking them to introduce me to their drug reps. I was like, let me in on this industry. Let me tell, like, let me see what it's all about. So once I understood what the pharmaceutical industry was all about, I was like, okay, I think this is going to be a good fit for what I want. That being said, it still wasn't the easiest decision in my mind because I was always told and raised, get your good job, stay there forever, get the benefits, do all of that. So like leaving that career that I had built up already and been highly successful at in a short amount of time was still really scary for me. And it wasn't what I thought I was basically almost even allowed to do. And I just finally had to sit there. And I remember the day when I was like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. And it was that futuristic look that I was like looking when, you know, Chris and I had just recently gotten engaged during this time frame, And I was like, do I want to be raising a family, having to worry about like all this stuff that's going on here? Do I want to be tied to this? Do I want to be working these long hours 
every single day, is this what I want? And it was really that futuristic approach that made the decision so easy for me. To be clear, it wasn't like I just made the decision and I was like, all right, see you later. This was a really hard decision. And I was making at $17 million, my book of business that I was managing, I wrapped it at 1%. I was making $170,000 annually pre-tax. And I was going over to a pharmaceutical job where I was making $46,000 annually with the potential to be capped, capped in my commissions at an additional $40,000. Now, of course, the pharmaceuticals back in the day, there were so many things attached that were, you know, truly made it golden handcuffs to keep you there. But I took, I took a step down when it came to my income potential. That being said, it was a step up in my mental capacity. It was a step up in an opportunity to learn more. It was a step up into expand and grow in other areas of my life. And that's what I know I needed to do at the time. And I knew that my future was not going to be as a financial advisor. It was going to be in another area where I could do all the things that I loved, right? Solving people's problems, making them feel safe, helping to you know connect them with tools that will help them reach their goals. Those were all things I wanted to do. And it was it was one of the literally best decisions that I ever made in my life, but it was scary as hell. And so I asked myself often, would I have done that again? Especially like right now, right? I'm married, two kids, horses, dogs, business, all the things. Would I do it again? The answer is yes. And in fact, I just freaking did it again because I know now that I made that change and it was scary, but I made that change and things were okay. The growth that I got, the money that I was able to make, the opportunities that came with it. And so if you are out there right now and you're like, I'm not happy, I don't know what I wanna do, I encourage you to kind of do that what you love, what you don't love. And then match careers or businesses or ideas or find people that have maybe done the same thing, make that shift into something you're looking into do and talk to them because I'm sure they have stories. I'm sure they will share them. That's why I'm sharing this today in hopes of helping you guide you to make that decision for yourself because walking away from that book of $17 million was I would do it all over again and again and again because the growth that came from it was absolutely incredible. And so here's some of my biggest takeaways. And hopefully, again, this will kind of help guide you is that always look to your future. So look out one year from now, look out two years from now. Will you be happy? Will you be fulfilled? Will you be able to reach your goals if you stay in your current position? If it does not fit, looking even a year out, it is time to make the move. Now, this one might surprise you, and I'm going to say it with a caveat, but money is not everything. Growth is. The money will always follow. I've learned this time and time again in my life because I get fearful. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at these amazing things, pharmaceutical industry. I had the golden handcuffs just holding me there. And I'm like, I was so scared to leave because of the money, because of the golden handcuffs, right? The 401k, the insurance, the car, the stipend, like all the stuff. It kept me there. And I was scared to leave that. It wasn't the money. It's the growth. 
the growth that we get and the things that we get to do, that I promise you will bring the, the riches and bring the money right to you. And I want to also assure you and like make you feel comfortable is that starting over really isn't starting over. Again, I just turned 43 and I'm going full-fledged into, into one, you could call it two, I'm just extending one, one new career. And I am in such a good place because of my experience and you are too. So whatever experience that you have gone through that has literally set you up for this change that you maybe have been fearing or you have been holding back from making this change, you have everything in you based upon the experiences that you've been through to be wildly successful in your new endeavor. So Again, I wanted to share this story with you. It's really just been heavy on my mind because I know we've been talking about pivot. I've had that conversation with a few of my guests on the show. Plus, I've, you know, shared a pivot episode where I just pivoted again. And I wanted to tell you like this is here. This is now. You have everything in you to be able to do this, and my hope was to inspire you to reflect now. Can you make the changes now? not in one year or three years or five years, looking back, wishing you had made the change now. So I hope that this just sheds some light today. I hope that it inspires you. If there is someone that you know, a good friend that you were like, I know she's struggling or he is struggling to make the change. I know they'll be so much better, right? Our friends can see us in, in what we need to be doing, but sometimes we have to make the decision. Well, all the time we have to make the decision ourselves. But if you have that friend that you know is destined to do something great, please share this episode with them. Hopefully it inspires them to take the jump. You are all so amazing. And I cannot wait um, to keep sharing more stories with you guys. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget, we are dropping episodes twice a week. One is with an amazing guest and one is a solo episode from me. So please keep tuning in and sharing. 